Being tuned in means making sure you can take us wherever you go with the Seville 1075 smartphone app. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Uh, the newsmakers line with us this Friday morning is Congressman Bob Good. Uh, Bob, welcome back. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Joe. Great to be with you. Happy Friday, my friend. Well, you, you say that now until you find out the Surgeon General thinks I'm a super spreader event. Uh, and, uh, it, it, Bob, we've, we've landed in a world where simply asking a question of somebody that's been anointed with authority uh, and by that usually means standing behind a podium, is 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 enough to get you called a, 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 a disinformation spreader when all you did was ask a question. And, and how do we how do we put this genie back in the bottle? I, I think it's we, the American people, have got to stand up and assert our freedoms and say never again, never again with what we've allowed to happen in the past year and a half, where we have so quickly, so easily, so tepidly allowed our freedoms to be taken. You know, science is, for example, is, is something that's supposed to be challenged, that's supposed to be, I'll say, debated, but uh, tested, proved, uh, demonstrated. You know, we're, we're told now that only one view, one, only one doctor, one authority, the anointed few, as you say, are the ones who can speak to any issue, and if we question their uh, infallibility, uh, then we are questioning the very science. And even those uh, like Dr. Fauci, uh, who I don't know why anybody would talk to him anymore or listen to him anymore or have him on air anymore unless it's for an agenda, but who has told us that he lied to us for our own good. Mm-hmm. He gave us the information that he wanted us to have so we would do what he wanted us to do at the time he wanted us to do it, essentially. Uh, but but you're exactly right. The the only thing the Democrat Party has in the big big media and the left and the whole establishment there, the whole consortium there has, is two things, COVID forever and January 6th forever. Everything else is working against them. The truth is working against them. The facts are working against them. The issues are working against them. So they're holding on for dear life. And we need to say, never again are we going to surrender like this. We're not going to continue to allow this to happen. You know, at the risk of sounding like Chuck Schumer, I mean, isn't it you know con- conceivable that I could call uh, this whole vaccination fixation a big lie too? Uh, when when now we're watching Major League Baseball players who all gleefully told us they were vaccinated, uh, you know, coming out of games and you know an entire baseball games being canceled because somehow these uh, vaccinated baseball players are coming down with COVID nineteen again, uh, and and you know that again is spreading misinformation, but the baseball game was actually canceled. Did I miss that? Was I, did I mishear that? Incredible. And where, whenever have, has it happened or would we allow the federal government to force us to take a medicine that we don't want? We're all thankful for the work by the Trump administration. Operation Warp Seed, it needs to be repeated over and over. You know, this president that we have now, he was born on you know, vaccine third base, and he, he struts around like he hit a triple there when the, when the previous administration put him on third base with it. But So we're thankful for that, that those who want and need it, those at most risk, those for whom clearly 
the the risk of the vaccine was a greater I'm sorry the risk of the virus was a greater threat to them than there are risks with the vaccine there's risk with any vaccine especially when you rush one out under emergency conditions to get it to the people who need it most who are most at risk uh, due to health factors age factors other issues so we're thankful that people who everyone who wants it and needs it most has had the ability to get it if they want it. Uh, it does have some risk. We're not supposed to say that, that it has some risk, but it, clearly it does have some risk. And to try to force it on children who are at, you know, 99.99% uh, probability of not having a serious issue with COVID, to force a medication upon them in the name of, uh, of, of, of the, the, the only message that we're allowed to have, the COVID message, that's, that's the approved message by the anointed few, as you said, let alone forcing them to wear masks, forcing anyone to wear masks when it's never, never, never been demonstrated that masks make any difference. Uh, again, it's a serious virus. We know it's a serious virus. Yeah. It's tragically taken many lives. However, we don't have the ability to prevent our exposure from it. Uh, uh, it, it and I believe that we have largely achieved uh, immunity, whether it's because uh, we've had the vaccine, we've had the virus, or we just don't have for whatever reason, despite repeated exposure that we've all had in the society that we live in. Well, and, and I think doctors, if we allow them to, are learning how to treat it, which I still think That's is right. something that we need a warp speed on learning how to treat uh, this the same way we'll, you know, does grandma make chicken soup? My wife has this amazing garlic and uh, lily flower soup uh, that uh, she's given some people uh, and it's helped them. Uh, I'm telling you, and, 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 and I'm disparaging sometimes, it sounds like I'm disparaging the vaccination, uh, well, the injections, uh, because even the, the manufacturers say, well, it'll it'll reduce the severity of the you know symptoms of the virus if you get it. That's that's not um, uh, to me. That is that is a, a distinguished thing because these are serious these are serious uh, manifestations. So if you can reduce the severity of these uh, the the manifestation of COVID nineteen, that is something notable, especially as you said for older populations. But let's let's circle to the other big lie, Bob. And Bob is one of the co sponsors, Bob Good of the. Uh, Fire Fauci, is it called Fire Fauci, where the budget commission, the budget committee would actually reduce his salary uh, to zero? Uh, yeah, let's just go with that. The Fire Fauci Act, absolutely. You know, why are we paying this? Why is this fellow the highest paid, continue to be the highest paid uh, federal government official, what we're told? I mean, I don't know the particulars on his salary, but I thought the president was the highest paid federal official, but the, it's been repeated over and over that he's the highest paid. Why would we keep paying this guy to lie to us? Well, and uh, so that I don't know if that's getting out of committee yet. We spent some time this week talking about the the most powerful twenty people in in all of America are the twenty committee chairs, uh, and that's got to be fixed as well. But let's talk about Maricopa County uh, and and what Chuck Schumer likes to point to is the big lie. Uh, apparently, these auditors have said, "Hey, we've got some math problems here." In an audit, and you're a businessman, Bob. You understand audits, so if math doesn't add up. And they say we need more information, and now they're you know they're go they're they're out. I can't even find honest coverage of this story. You you know something's up, Joe. When the audit was dismissed by big media, dismissed by the left, dismissed by the Democrats before it was conducted to try to uh, discredit it in a, ahead of the results that might be found, instead of waiting to see what those results might be. 
But in Arizona, and I will say at least equally as alarming with what's coming out or what's being reported from Georgia, uh, I'm not directly involved with either one of those. But as you might imagine, I have friends uh, serving uh, in the House from Arizona as well as from Georgia who are closely connected to those who are involved with this audit. And what they're finding is astounding. And uh, you know what, Joe, if... If you really care, and I talk about the Democrats, all they have is COVID and January 6th. If you really cared about January 6th, and we all should care about what happened January 6th, despite the fact that it's been totally misrepresented, and that's another discussion. But if you really care about what happened January 6th, you would care deeply about wanting to ensure that we had, as to the full extent possible, as much faith and trust in our election system, in our election results, and you'd want to ensure election integrity and do everything you could to try to prevent, to reasonably prevent fraud, shenanigans, uh, improper activity that might uh, inaccurately determine, uh, or worse, our elections. And so you would want, of course, you would want, uh, you know, voter ID, you would want secure uh, mail balloting. You would mm-hmm. want signature matches. You would be concerned about ballot harvesting and, and third-party handling and un, un, uh, unsecure, insecure drop boxes. And you would want observers from both parties and all people involved. You'd want transparency and sunlight. You wouldn't want the voting to stop during the night. You'd want all of those things so that we could all have as much as possible faith and trust in our election system, in our election results, because our very republic depends upon it. But you see the Democrat Party and the media and big tech with them colluding together to try to undermine and defeat efforts to try to ensure that integrity. Is it dangerous where, you know, up in Washington, you know, where you know Patrick Henry warned us long time ago about centralized power, uh, and it seems like, you know, the the government the swamp the bureaucrats are in this kind of hold the hold my beer moment where they're just throwing everything at us at breakneck pace meanwhile we have parents groups like the albemarle county parents that are pushing back against critical race theory in the schools you know having the the lawyers send out statements saying no 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 it's not it's not uh, a critical race theory these are just uh, uneducated parents who don't know what they're talking about and then they're blowing up those arguments it's beautiful to watch the grassroots in action here talk about the you know the federal department of education as it feeds money to the virginia department of education that then you know cudgels the local school boards to do their bidding how do we unwind that can we go at it through the federal department of education well you said so much there joe you're right it's relentless in the pace at which so much is coming at us so fast it's so difficult to be on which message which message to attack which message to put out which issues to talk about because there's so many all at once and I was with a group last night in Franklin County at Smith Mountain Lake, the Proud Patriots, great event, great group, and just talking with them that we are the answer, the people are the answer. We really do have the power and the authority if we will assert ourselves and we will take it back. And you said it, the beauty of engagement of parents and citizens getting involved, that's the silver lining from this past year. And I advocate, I think I've said it with you, Joe, cameras in the classrooms, 
Parents need to know what's being taught. Don't you think different things might be taught, or at least parents would have the advantage of engaging and challenging and holding accountable their school boards, their school system, if cameras were in the classrooms to see. But the silver lining is parents are getting engaged. They're showing up. I was at a Bedford County uh, school board meeting just recently. I plan to go to more of these as I can and fit them in my schedule throughout the district. But it's funny on the CRT thing, Joe. On the one hand, I'm on the Education Labor Committee, and just yesterday... I'm in a in a markup, a bill markup in the education committee, and I was fighting against, uh, you know, being a, them being a put, put funding based upon the teaching of CRT or critical race theory. It's funny in, in Bedford County, they said we're not teaching CRT, critical <laughs> race theory. We're teaching culturally responsive teaching. Yes. So they can call it whatever they want to, but they're saying it doesn't exist. It's not being taught. But what's been in the news late? Two big stories. More than 5,000 teachers have signed the petition saying they, they will teach CRT no matter what the law says. <laughs> and then the largest education uh, teachers union, the NEA, is, is said we're going to put up resources to defend the lawsuits against the teachers who want to teach the CRT. So right. it's not being taught or isn't being taught. They tell us how great <laughs> it is, but yet it doesn't exist. It's a figment of our imagination. Well, you, you're good at this. You could do my job, Bob. I couldn't do yours. And uh, so fight the, you know, keep, as Triumph sings, uh, fight the good fight. Keep fighting, uh, you know, for us there in the Department of Education. But boy, you know, it's just another one of those, you know, uh, pockets in the swamp that needs draining. Thank you, sir. Uh, what's coming up this week that we can watch for? Nothing good, my friend. We're back to D.C. <laughs> on Monday, and there's more coming down the pipeline as what the Democrats are – more regulations, more attacks on job creators, businesses, and employers, more attacks on our country, and we're going to do our best to expose it and battle against it. Folks can follow what we're doing going to Good House good.house.gov to follow what we're doing officially in our capacity as their representative. And then if they want to support me, go to bobgoodforcongress.com. And, and and obviously 2024 is going to be a break, you know, make or break year. Uh, you know, Tina Ramirez is going to be on Monday's show. She's running for the Virginia 7th nomination. I've heard other names uh, floated there. Majority in the House, majority in the Senate could change. But until then, I, I still think Jason Miaris for Attorney General in Virginia may be the most uh, important election uh, that we have because Nancy Pelosi keeps ramrodding this stuff. I need somebody who's ready to go into court uh, on behalf of Virginians. Is that an unfair statement, Bob? I think Miares is a great candidate. I think he'll be a great attorney general. I'm optimistic for him and Sears and Youngkin this fall, as well as taking back the, at least the House of Delegates in 21. And then in 22, we've got to take back the House of Representatives. Uh, you have a great weekend, sir. Enjoy and good luck back in uh, D.C. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Joe. Take care, my friend. Need to know what game is on tonight? Rashadi scores! Pitch. Swing and a line drive deep down. Check out the full Seville Sports schedule online at WCHV.com.